Good evening, November Foxtrot. Good evening, all. Hi, Andy. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> um, did you want to talk about why Lance isn't here? Yeah, um, as some of you may or may not have heard, uh, Lance has recently had a uh, bereavement in the family, um, which was very sudden. Um, so he's just going to take a few days uh, away um, with his family um, just to try and help sort things out. So obviously our prayers all go to him and his family for the loss, um, but he won't be on for the next couple of days. So, um, yeah, just bear with us. So there is only going to be two of us for a little while, but he is, he is floating around in the background. We just all send our prayers for him and his family. So hopefully they can get through the difficult time. Um, mm. But yeah, that's why he's not here tonight. So it'll be missed. But yes. Yeah, I know he's going through some stuff. Yes. So. Uh, hi, Kenny. Hi, Callsign Chewbacca. Hi, Rooftop Rambo. Terry, Les, James. Good evening, good evening. Welcome in. Evenings, all. How are you, Andy? I'm fine. <laughs> it's Wednesday. I'm happy ish. Hi, Will. <laughs> Hi, James Short. Sorry, a whole load of messages just Whoa, all came in yeah. at the same time. Where did that look uh, come from? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hi, Matthew. Hi, Dez. Fresh meat. Daniel Brewer. Les says, sending love to Lance and his family. Yep, 100%. Uh, Kenny says, hashtag hugs for Lance. Um, Matthew says, evening, lads, and I'm sorry to hear that. I, I'm reading these out because I, I don't know if Lance is actually listening in. I'll, he'll probably listen back. So probably I think it's, back, it's yeah. good that you know, he actually gets that. So uh, Daniel says, evening, gents, send him our thoughts. Stephen Whitehead says, yo. Um, oh. so yeah, hi, 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 hi. Evening all. Should we do some news? Pew's news. Oh, we can't do it. As good as Lance. <laughs> no. But I'll we'll, change we'll try. Back. We'll try. We'll try and Pew's news it. <laughs> News. News. Someone bought, bought a something. shield. <laughs> it's very big. This is the um for those for those that uh, follow us on Facebook. I think I don't think we put it Facebook, on anything else. Yeah, no, we didn't. We just put it on Facebook. Uh, this is the uh, United Shield International uh, Kent Shield Ballistic Shield um, that I bought from Prepper's Shop. They had these. As very limited stock. I've, yeah. I've always wanted a riot shield. I don't care if I can't potentially use it at an event. I own a, <laughs> I own a riot shield. Um, so, Actually, yeah, that's, you that's quite ballistic, exciting. You own a ballistic shield, not a riot shield. That's not just Technically, it's a ballistic shield, yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in all fairness, anything... 9 mil, definitely, because I looked it up. But it's a training Ooh. version, and I'm not 100% convinced ah. that it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ballistic rated. But... I can't see why, because like, it's it's definitely weighty, and I looked up the specs for the, the the proper ballistic shields, um, and it is the same weight, but I don't know if it's actually ballistic rated. Um, I don't care I, for what I need it for. It doesn't need to be <laughs> yeah. ballistic rated. I um, it. It weighs now. for about four kilos. Um, yeah, it's got some fancy armrests on the back, so you can Ooh. use it uh, multi-directional. There's a gun rest on whichever side that you decide to have it. Uh, I'm planning to give it a bit of a, a, a spray paint, clean it up. Uh, I'm going to be attaching a Mark V holster to the inside so I can hopefully fit three Mark Vs to the inside of it. So if we're using it for any breaching, uh, I'm also looking at buying a light that will Velcro onto the front panel. Uh, so 
as you're entering the room, you can use the trigger unit. You'll have a light mounted in the middle. Uh, I'm going to spray paint it green, possibly. Uh, I don't know. There's all sorts of very exciting things <laughs> yeah. I'm planning to do. Stick Pink some Velcro to it so I can throw some patches. Um, I had debated making a um, spandex cover. So use of spandex because it's obviously a taut material. So I can make it quite tight and it will stretch mm. over that. Um, so I can have like different covers for different scenarios. Um, it's going to make a nofo cover for it. Probably just a big orange shield. Please. Black fox in the middle of it. Please. <laughs> <laughs> you can have, have all sorts. FBI. So I'm very, very excited. Um, yeah, I was and debating I made one of those. 10% discount using the code nofo10 at Prepper Shop. So oh, it's back on. Lovely. It is. It's working. James says bring it to Red Tide. We could bring it to Red Tide, although I'm I'm in the cartel, so I don't know quite how that'll work. <laughs> It'll work. We can make it work. Yeah. <laughs> spray it red with your spandex. Yeah. Uh, cool sign Chewbacca says, I was told off I was going to get one. <laughs> yes. I, I too had uh, an interesting conversation <laughs> with the wife because uh, the box it got delivered in, for some reason... And this isn't a criticism, but for some reason, the shield was packaged flat. But clearly the only box that they could package that in was about three or four feet deep. Oh. Um, so this absolutely <laughs> whacking great box turned up, and I've actually now converted it into a Wendy house for my daughter. I was going to um, say, it's so, huge. Yeah, I'll post a picture of that onto the socials in a little bit, because... Uh, I've given it a pitch roof, this windy house. It's banging. I've got a little light on the inside. It's, it's great. <laughs> yeah. No camo netting, though. No, no camo yet. netting yet. Yeah. Not yet. You'll have, to, you'll have to get some um, up there. Yeah. But uh, I'm very excited. I've always wanted a riot shield. I wanted to build one at one point. Um, or a ballistic shield, whatever you call it. I wanted to build one at one point, And I thought, I bought all the stuff to build it and never got around to building it. And then that popped up on Prepper Shop. Uh, I think they were £70 on Prepper Shop. Um, 65 i think and then five pound postage wasn't it yeah which so obviously with was the, pretty good with the nofo code uh nofo 10 so 10%. which somebody asked Quick me man. again the other day actually if we get any money for that and we don't we don't get any money for nope. all the codes that we have on our website um i don't know if that's possibly just poor marketing on our front maybe we should have agreed <laughs> some sort of uh compensation for that but ultimately the reason that we've got the codes on there is that we believe in the shops hmm. And it's what we use. Um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, I am slightly jealous of that. It's very it is, cool. Yeah. I was tempted I mean, when I, they I, popped up. I, I, was get, like, I get, mm. I get, <laughs> get the whole conversation about riot shields. And, and Kenny said, is that why you asked about shields? So yeah, you know, I, I do understand that shields are cack in airsoft for the majority of stuff. Like it is a nightmare when you're fighting up against a shield. If people don't know certain rule sets, it becomes confusing. You know, there's the whole oh, I shot you, no, you didn't. Oh, you know, I'm I'm using a Barrett 50 cal sniper rifle to shoot you with, so that would go through it. It's like, no, <laughs> it's airsoft. Um, but I think I think there is scope that we can use it for some events in the future, and it would just be in conjunction with game organisers if we do. But ultimately, yeah. worst case, it's going to make a lovely addition to my wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's my plan. And it will be going to Typically NAE, Four one six. Hello. Uh, no, I don't think you can take it to NAE, but we will be bringing it to oh, NAE. Will they not? Yeah, we'll take it. Screw them. Yeah, we'll take it anyway. So even as just a showpiece, I'll take it out. Um, I'll get banned. <laughs> 
Just my, my, my personal opinion is if you're using a shield and you limit yourself to a pistol, say, or, you know, maybe, maybe even no, maybe even no gun whilst you're running the shield. So literally you've just got the shield, you know, so, so no shield and PKM or LMG. No, I don't think the uh, the LMG Gilly Shield Sniper is probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, just all of it. <laughs> what is this um, armoured bush running towards me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man, I could make a gilly uh, gilly cover for it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Gilly Shield. <laughs> yeah, Gilly Shield. I'll have to have a chat with um, Silly Gilly and we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do something. For... And, and yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I do get it. You know, it's a, it's a pain, but I, I think there are certain events where, I mean, if you did a police event, for example, or you're doing a lot of CQB, um, you know, Longmore, good example for that. If you're doing a lot of breaching or stuff like that, you know, I, I think there's certain rule sets that you can put in place that make them viable. Um, well, there's, is there? A, it's a genuine tactic, isn't it? Like, there's a lot of exactly a lot of armed forces actually use them. I've I've seen training videos of. Our armed forces using them for breaching. Um, <clears throat> it's a it's a genuine tactic. It's like camping, camping with an LMG. It's a tactic. Can't yeah. have a go. At no one likes or... campers, but no that's one likes they get a lot of kills. <laughs> yeah, no one likes them, but it's a it's a legitimate It's a legitimate <clears throat> tactic. <laughs> to give you an idea as well, um, so the shield itself measures um, eight hundred and ten mil in length. Um, I'm I don't know why I gave it to you in millimetres. It's 81 centimetres and I'm 178 centimetres tall. So the majority of my body is not going to be covered by that shield. Um, in height, in width, fortunately, it's wide enough to accommodate me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I think there's certainly ways and means around it. And I, I think it would be fun to do. Well, it's, it's mainly to open the door, get in there, get some pyro in there and then your assault section move through after you, don't they? That's all mm. it is. It's just, you're the front man. Exactly. Which makes a big difference because normally I'm the poor sword running around at the back with the LMG. Yeah. Oh, I'm not allowed inside. <laughs> <laughs> Harry says, a regular at Tudlers has a shield, occasionally causes issues, especially around blind firing. Completely agree. Um, I say, I think ultimately, if you then aren't allowed to fire whilst you're operating the shield, simple, you know, you're, you're basically there as a movable defence at that point, which I have also been used as without the shield anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> don't, sh don't shoot Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny says DTW use one in their CQB, but only in certain game modes. Yeah. Call sign Chewbacca says just need a sledgehammer, then you'll be really operator. Yeah. I do have my mag, my mag holster. Um, I'll, I'll grab it two seconds. I use it to pin the camo net up against the scaffolding. Um, but the Magmaster, which I've clearly used a lot because it's still in the <laughs> yeah. packaging. Um, but this this is a, a, a magnetic holster for tools and things like sledgehammers. I've seen two of these hold a sledgehammer on someone's molly plate carrier. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That could be the, uh, you could just go for a, a bit of fun in the future. <laughs> so <you don't>... Yeah. <laughs> Give some poor airsoft a, like, a concussion or brain hemorrhage where you can <laughs> smack them on the end of it. <laughs> Yeah, I've not seen a rubberized sledgehammer. That would be quite entertaining. Oh yeah, you can get them off of um, uh, what's the place called? I think they're called LARP LARP Weapons. Rubbersledgehammers.com. Yeah, yeah. No, there's <laughs> like there's a bloke on that makes LARP weapons. Um, and the the stuff that he makes is phenomenal. Mm. Like 
and he's got like proper flowing braids and things like that, all made out of foam. But they're weighted, so they can actually get some distance on them. Mm. I'll see if I can find the remember the website. Yeah, have to look it up. That'd be yeah. quite cool. Uh, Kenny says, "Be ready to be shot in the feet." Yeah, completely agree. I mean, that's yeah. that's ultimately the best tactic to take them out. I mean, if you look at a lot of um, SWAT reference photos, the, the, the ballistic shields they're using do not cover anything from the waist down, um, because obviously people are generally firing at centre of mass, and that's the point of the shield is to give the people behind you the opportunity to have a little bit of cover, but take the shot ahead of somebody else having the ability mm. to shoot you because most people are obviously aiming at the center of mass not at the groin or legs unless you're some sort of psychopath or <laughs> yeah. really short i guess <laughs> yeah you go up against the uh, seven dwarfs you'll be in trouble <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i wasn't going to take it that far that's why i went with really short but yeah <laughs> oh anyway you've got some purchases this week oh i bought loads of stuff this week what should i start with i bought a new cup uh the cup, yeah. And new spoon to go with the because I bent my last long spoon. I um may have accidentally sat on it. <laughs> Couldn't you just bend it back? Uh no, because it when I bent it back it it was quite thin on this point. So as I bent it back, it just was like loose and I thought, right, well, a couple of mouthfuls of that is just gonna fall off in my mouth and I'll just have a spoon like that long. <laughs> <laughs> so threw that away. It's all really silly stuff as well, like a new Olight charger. That was probably the most expensive thing that I bloody bought. Uh, and then my light, my new light, my Milspec, Miltech light. Um, it has mm -hmm. two buttons, one for red. Oh, it's run out of battery. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, no, there you go. And then one for red. And it has two settings on the red. And that's it. Two buttons, two colours. I thought that's nice and simple. I don't have to flick through everything then. Yeah, it's not overly complicated. No. And then my stick. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel Brewer said to add <laughs> yeah. the secret Yuri Geller. <laughs> Yuri Geller, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, <laughs> it was just my fat ass. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> <laughs> and then my stick. Yes. My stick, my fancy stick, my fancy stick. Did you load up the photo, or do I have to build it live? No, I'm going to let you. I'm going to oh, let you make yeah. it throughout. We'll, we'll, we'll progressively, we'll, we'll probably move on and then have to come back yeah, yeah. while you build this. <laughs> so this turns into a saw. Let's see how quickly I can do it while we're talking. Uh, and I bought all of this off of uh, Cadet Store. Is it Cadet mm -hmm. Store? Cadet Shop. Because I yes. thought, well. What better place to buy? Look. Is it Cadet Direct? Cadet, Cadet Direct, that's the one. That's the one, yeah. It's a good store, that. I've, um, they, they do a really good um, brochure. Um, I mean, that's probably not the sign of a good store, but they, they have a good like little brochure that you can you can get sent to you um, that sort of runs through the latest bits and pieces. Um, I have contact there, contacted them previously to see if we could get a discount with him. Um, but they've uh, they've not come back to us yet on that one. So, well, I will plug them again and see what they say. Sorry, is my uh, my call sign Chewbacca saying Mike's bought a Harrier jump jet? I don't know if my fan <laughs> might be too loud. I'm really sorry. I'm going to be buying a new computer, um, so I, 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 there's not a lot I can do about it. I can just mute myself. No, that's better. Well, now it's just all about me. 
And look, Bill, thanks. Handsaw <laughs> for chopping down trees. I thought that was pretty good for next week. Um, yeah, give it a go. It's quite sharp, which is nice. Sometimes they can be a bit wank. <laughs> Excuse my language, but they can be a bit pathetic. But yeah, no, I'm impressed with that. So yeah, that was my purchases. Oh, and a new AK mag for my GHK. Am I too quiet now? Can you just no, no, you're fine. Too quiet. Yeah, is that is that less noisy? Uh, yeah, maybe. I just, I just, I'm so used to it now. I forget about it. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) it's like Stockholm syndrome. By the time I had to get it fixed, (laughs) it's it's really quiet in here now. It's strange. Hmm. We miss it. Um, there's a few people, Andy, that I think have just jumped on. So I don't know if you want to um, just explain where Lance is again. Oh, right. Yes. So uh, Lance had a bereavement in the family, guys uh, and girls. Um, and he's just taken a, a few days to spend time with his family and help get the um, help get everything sorted and settled. And obviously he's uh, he's been affected by it as well. So obviously we're just uh, giving him some time away from us. Um, and hopefully he'll be back soon. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. It's not funny at all, but it's the time away from us. <laughs> well, it is a bit, isn't it? It's... <laughs> we're too much for him. Yeah, we're too much. We're too much for most people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marky Mark says, "Sorry, I'm late. Long story, but ultimately ended up with me punching my driveway, and it's been in ice for a bit. Please pass on my condolences to Lance. Hug, big man." Um, there's a story uh, there, right. which I'm going to have to yeah, catch there's... up with you later, Mark. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That sounds uh, like Ray an says, you know you can get foldable saws, Andy, and hand yes. axes. And foldable saws, I've had three now, and they're shite. Because they break on, on the fold section. Whereas this is quite solid. Well, it feels solid, at least. But I'm sure I'll break it, because I tend to. Because I'm just a heavy-handed brute with stuff like that. But yeah. And I've got a hand axe uh, and a machete and things like that. I just thought this was a cool idea. Plus, it gave me enough money for free postage. Always thinking ahead. (laughs) (laughs) They do the um, Cadet Direct to the ones that do the massive glow sticks, aren't they? Yes. Um, I've still got two of those left as well, which I want to use. Yeah, if anyone's not seen those, definitely head over to Connect Direct uh, and look up the Jumbo Tactical Light Stick. Uh, they are about a foot and a half long, um, and they they are very good. I, I don't know really, unless you're directing traffic, what they would be useful for. Um, they're pretty good maybe, if you're maybe if you're like the guy hiding. that's landing planes, perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> they're quite good if you run out of a building waving it while screaming. It does put people are like, "What is happening?" <laughs> I think um, to be fair, you you could stick a couple of them together if you if you were trying to do a a, a cheap lightsaber. <laughs> you yeah, could just... stick a couple of them together. Um, Epoxy. Yeah, they're pretty impressive. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they're quite stiff oh. as well, aren't they? They got a very thick lining. Yeah, you're making it weird now. Let's let's. Move <laughs> <on>. <laughs> uh, we're obviously. I've doing got to a do Q&A the job of week. two people this week. I know. <laughs> The, uh, we're doing a Q&A this week, so if you if you have a question, uh, you want to throw something into the mix, then please feel free to do so. You can whack it in the chat with a Q uh, at the front of it. just helps me find them, uh, basically, as, as we're going through. So we had a question come in. Um, 
from Marky Mark. This was previously. Uh, if cash was no option, what's the one bit of kit you'd love to get? Oh, kit kit or just like anything. Because if money was no well, object. Marky Mark's in the chat, so he can let, he can let us know. Well, uh, I would assume anything from that question. I, you've always said that if I win the lottery, the first thing that I'll go and do would be I'd go down to Humvee store and buy a Humvee with a turret and then go and buy a um, mini gun and put the two together and just have fun around Hemel Hempstead. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be my, my main thing. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's a toss up for me because it's it's a case of practicality. When I say practicality as if practicality. as if buying airsoft stuff is a practical need. <laughs> yeah. Um but I mean, don't get me wrong, the vehicle route is definitely very appealing. Like if you've got any mm. amount of money, then clearly, you know, you're gonna be going and getting uh, you know, as Kenny says, a Marauder APC or Harry says a tank. I think I think the vehicle is clearly, you know, the, the go to. Yeah. Although um, to be honest, I would probably save myself a bit of time and just buy a bomb disposal unit instead of trying to build one. That'd be yes. pretty cool, like a proper bomb disposal unit. Well, I'll tell you what, you do that. I'll I'll get the IFV, um, and then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> between the two of us, we've got our own little uh, transport yeah, 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 squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that I think no, I'll probably cool. do that as well. I think from a practical aspect, though, so assuming that we're, we're ruling out silly levels of money, mm. um, it probably would have to be some sort of night vision or thermal for me because I don't own anything like that currently. Um, it's something that I will probably, depending on how things go this year, might I might be getting something towards the end of the year. Um, oh, yeah. Rage has just said, so you've won the lottery and you stop at a Humvee. Little bird, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> The problem with having yeah. a little bird would be great, but you can't fly it unless you've got a helicopter license. That is why I didn't go. I was going to say Chinook, but <laughs> you could put me in one. I'd be like, ooh, what do all of these I mean, buttons do? I guess, I guess arguably if you had one, it would probably make learning to fly it a little bit more of a higher priority. Yeah, that'd be true. Um, but then it's the maintenance on these things as well. That's the thing. It's it's always that kind of. I mean, unless you've got a you know a ten year maintenance plan that comes with it and all the rest of the housing <laughs> yeah. and airport fees and all of that. I don't know. Um, and and no bastard Steve, would get in it with me if I'm if if literally. Of I, I guarantee. Would. I was like, guarantee it, uh, anyone that's listening, right? Put a thumbs up if you'd get in a helicopter if I was flying. I guarantee no one does. Right? <laughs> So that would be why I wouldn't get into a, a helicopter. Yeah. I guarantee they'd all get into a Humvee with me driving. <laughs> I mean, that's that's marginally questionable. Well, yeah, but it's got, I've got more chance of people joining me in the Humvee than having a helicopter. Oh, you've got a thumbs up. You've got John Smith with, uh, has liked it. So he's either liked the episode nice. or he has... Uh, Marky Mark, apparently. Yeah. Well, that's two. Stephen Whitehead said, "Buy an old quarry with a few industrial buildings, make the best Milsim venue in the country." See, this is this is, I guess, kind of bordering on way past just getting a bit of kit at this point. This is just like you know, you've got a billion pounds. <laughs> yeah. What would you do with it? Um, oh, a billion, a billion! I'd buy an island and have a literal airsoft island. Yeah, no, I'd buy island. You'd buy island. I'd buy island. <laughs> I'd be like, come on, island. 
Yeah. I think I think in that aspect, see, I, I, I probably would, I don't know if we'd have enough to buy Island itself. Um, but I do agree. Like, if you had if you had the ability, because if if you look at a lot of sites at the moment that are kind of the um, the MOD ones that have kind of got the, the mm. proper built up villages and stuff, because they're all MOD there's so many restrictions on whether you can use it or not. Whereas I think if you had that level of money, it would probably be worth buying like your own little private Fibua site. Mm. Um, so yeah. a quarry or something like that would be a good shout, you know, actually do it as a training venue. So you could rent it back to the MOD uh, for as a, as a yeah. venue site that they can rent from you. Um, but then you could also rent it out for film, film companies, TV shows. Airsofters would be all over that. You know, you run your regular um, monthly milsim. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, Marky Mark's been on the chat. He says, my question would be anything from kit to AEG, but it's open to interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just ran with that one. <laughs> we just went, ooh, what can we buy? Um, Kit-wise, like, like personal kit-wise, I would really, I would quite like. While you're to thinking, have sorry, there's a, a lot of setup. thumbs down going on. <laughs> yeah, I told you. <laughs> um, I'd quite like one of the, you know, the SEAL team where they've got all the um, data readers. I'd like an S. I'd build an airsoft version of that for the t- for the for the guys. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So you'd, you'd go there with on site your team. You'd have you'd hand them out. And everyone would be able to communicate properly. That would be that would be something that would be pretty cool. That would be mm-hmm. nice. Well, like a proper team, like mesh. Yeah. Net. Yeah. 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 I can see that. That would work. Um, That'd be fun as well. Because also as well, it'd be quite interesting to see. Everyone is so used to communications not working. It would be quite interesting to see what actually people do when communications work. Just start. Oh my god! I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, I genuinely I can't think of anything that I would specifically want. Like if it's almost like that's that like choice of anything, and I, I can't pin it down to a specific bit of kit. Hmm. I guess just the most consistent rifle that you could have. So HPA. Well, HPA, but if, I mean, if you could get an AEG that's like proper consistent, bang on the money, 350 feet per second and point twos, or, you know, mm. whatever the the equivalent is um, for, for the, the BB that you're using, just consistently all the time, like, you know, bang on every shot. It's always reading that value. That would be cool. Just, just you know, you reduce reduce any of this issue with your, your rifle suddenly shooting three BBs at a time when you're only meant to be firing one or all the little problems and stuff. Just get like a proper expensive, nice working AEG. Yeah. <laughs> or gas blowback. Because <laughs> having a gas blowback, I, I love gas blowbacks, but they are so inconsistent sometimes, especially in the winter mm. where you struggle with the mags. Um, you know, EBBs are probably better for that, but then obviously not quite as nice, I guess, as yeah, a, as a gas that. blowback. Although th- those bolt ones are pretty good. Mm. Those bolts, when they're done up, they, they sound, they're very nice. But you don't get that venting of gas coming out of it like that. that no, of... that's true. I, I've, I've yet to find an EBB that fires, that, that, that gives that level of kick that a gas blowback does. Mm. 
Um, but uh, sorry, I'm just running through the chat at the same time. Um, Marky Mark says there was that island at the coast of Scotland many years back, only for a couple million. Oh yeah, I suppose if you okay. won, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Whitehead said I'd settle for a uh, deep fire M72 to finish off my Falklands loadout. Nice. Um, <laughs> I'm not reading Leslie's comment out. Sorry, Liz. <laughs> I will. Um, I'd buy AI 500 and then blow it up. <laughs> um, John says might go HPA 249 with a backpack magazine feed, then you'll be spot on. Yeah, I mean that's that's not far oh, off yeah. to be fair. Daytona, um, Daytona system. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. That was arousing at that event, I tell you. When it when he just he goes, ego, you can have a fire of that. I was like, I'm not moving from this spot. <laughs> like, I'm just like, this is now my t-. it was quite impressive, wasn't it? With that mm. h- big HPA tank, yeah. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Very nice. Uh, Harry actually has a good point. I think I'm going to save this one for a later time. He says, uh, maybe rephrase the question and you can only buy from preppers or fire support, etc. Other shops are available. Um, so I'm going to save that one. We'll use that one for next time. We'll do a bit of research in advance as yeah. to, you know, you get you get £100 or £200. What, what would you go and buy from, from a shop or one of, one of the shops? That'd be quite entertaining. Um, yeah. No, I like that one. Yeah. Uh, Les says, I'd buy you three boys and make you my bitches. <laughs> How much were you winning? Well, Les, if you want to do that, we actually have our uh, yeah, we have coffee a... page, which yeah. if you become the legendary Nofo folder. <laughs> yeah. We actually have, we have bitch, we have bitch mode on there. <laughs> I've so also that, that dis- is a possibility. There you go. I've also <laughs> discovered a very lovely or made a very lovely um, uh, steak rub, which goes, is very excellent. So, Okay. And that is definitely worth that. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Let's let's move on from that one. Um, yeah. Lance is going to be listening back to this thinking, what the f- <laughs> are these two gone about? <laughs> I leave them for a week and this is where yeah. <laughs> um, James Casson says, what do you have planned for the year? What do I have planned for the year? Really got plans for the end of the month, let alone the year. Um, <laughs> uh, well, well got, so far, um, Machiavellian next Machiavellian this, week. this weekend. Machiavellian, mm-hmm. Machiavellian, um, okay. and Red Tide. Okay. Um, I'll be at um, Shift Your Rifts over in Abingdon. That's a weekend airsoft festival event thing. When's Other that than one? that, that's about oh, I don't know. May, I think. It's quite good. It's basically an airsoft car boot, but you can also go and play airsoft. So yeah, it's pretty good. Um other than that, I haven't really got anything else planned. I want to try and get if there's if someone gets an event there this year, I want to try and get up to um one of the good MOD sites again. Maybe get into a, a Sterling event. If I feel up to it and I lose a little bit of weight, that would be my that would be my plan for the year. If I can mm-hmm. get back up to one of them, I think that'd be good. The woods, is it the woods or the forest that the they trees. do? The trees. Oh yeah, I want to try that one. I haven't been up there, but I've heard it's proper killer. I want to try it. 
We've got um, NAE, National Airsoft Festival. Um, oh, yeah. We're going to be at as well this year. So end of August, uh, yep. holiday weekend, we'll be there. Uh, if anyone would like to join us for that, you're more than welcome to. Uh, we are planning, I guess, loosely, uh, a kind of no-fo compound. <laughs> um, With searchlights, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no, I, didn't, I didn't mention that. Um, no, we're going to have like a no-fo compound, or the idea is like that we're sort of trying to all pitch up together, um, sort of have a gazebo, bit of barbecue going on and mm-hmm. stuff like that, um, as well as sort of try and get out to the, the bar in the evening um on the saturday night i think it is uh have a few drinks done there and a bit of a a, a laugh and a boogie um so if anyone's coming along let us know we'll or we could have we our own sort of we could have our own laugh and a boogie we can my, have our own laugh and a boogie get but there's an actual bar out. at their laugh and a boogie <laughs> yeah but it's really expensive <laughs> <laughs> no true you're right we might have to kind of like t-shirts or like get some sort of orange t-shirts so people can find us because I know it's a bit of a yeah. nightmare sometimes and you see if camouflage. Harry yeah. <laughs> um, says, ooh, the trees is a monster. I did it once and died. Would only do it again if it was a vehicle. In, in a vehicle. <laughs> yeah, no, I want to try it because apparently it's a, it's a proper hard, hard weekend. Yeah, sorry, I was reading questions. Yeah, this is, this is well what happens when really. it's just the two of us. It's like I'm just waiting <laughs> for him. This is what happens in life as well. When we're off air, I'm just sitting there. You're right, Mike. Mike, yeah, busy. busy. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> I haven't got my ears in. <laughs> um. Yeah. So there we go. Um. Right. Uh, this was from Instagram. Uh, I don't have a name saved. I don't drive, but really want to get into meal sims. How would you best go about getting to events? Ask. No, no, seriously. I know I know. it's going to sound stupid, but when I first started reenacting, I didn't drive. And I literally, I messaged on the group and said, look, I don't drive. If anyone's passing, I'm happy to pay petrol money for you to kind of detour and pick me up and take me to the events. Everyone was more like, obviously, if they were passing, they were all more than happy to um, come and pick me up. Because at the end of the day, if you're starting to get into Milsims, you're the future of Milsims. Um, and I don't, we're slowly breaking down that idea that Milsims are elite, I think. Well, I hope, I hope we're breaking that down. Milsims aren't think elite anymore. Watch us and think that they're definitely not elite in any. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, we do Milsims, so yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, well, we try to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I genuinely, I would ask. I, I'd, I'd book on, ask the event organizer um, if there was any, if he knows if there was anyone local, if there's like a a, a Facebook group that he can jump, you can jump on, um, and just ask. Don't don't be afraid. And obviously, if we're if we're going to an event and you're near to us, just give us a shout as well. I'm always happy to make a little detour uh, and take someone to their first event. And hopefully, uh, yeah, it will give you the incentive to get driving as well. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard if you can't drive for whatever reason. It is um, hard, or or don't drive for whatever reason. I think that's probably a better way. Mm. It. Um, because I, I get that it obviously makes things 
trickier. I mean, I know that there's a number of people that do take rifts on trains and things um, to get to events and sort of public transport. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, if, if you pose the question to event organisers, it's in their interest to try and help you get to their event. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think one of the things I would suggest as well is just expanding on the question slightly, is if you've never been to a Milsim before and you're on your own, just just again try and engage you know if if any of the three of us are ever at an event please just let us know if you if you if you want to like hang out i'm just, this is not how i wanted to answer this question i'm trying to make well, it there we go come and join us in our compound mm. <laughs> but the the point i'm trying to make is that if you're coming to an event and you don't know anyone um and you know and we're there just just link up with us it'll be fun to do um you know, we we always like meeting new people and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I, I think I think the key is just don't don't be put off going to an event because you're going on your Todd. Um, no, sorry, definitely not. Things just collapsed. Um, yeah, just have a go, get involved. Call sign Chewbacca's just sound, signed up for their first one. Let us know where. Lovely, that yeah, is, mate. That'd be interesting. Yeah, um, let us know how it goes. So I know Haruch has asked the, the question twice now. I had flagged it up. I just hadn't got around to it yet about the uh, AEGs. So he says, what's the least shit airsoft ballpup AEG? Oh, I think that new Ares one's meant to be quite good. Isn't it? I the don't know. Which one's that? Ares ballpup tan thing. <laughs> I think it's based on one of the British Army ones. One of the new... I'm not up on ballpups because I'm not a big fan of them. Um, Is it the Keltec one? Might be. I thought it was. Uh, we can show pictures of it, can't you? Pictures oh, of I, guns. Yeah, I can do. Guns. Uh, Riffs. Riffs, if we're being. I mean, the, the only ever experience I've had with a ballpup is the... P90. I think it was a. Uh, I want to say TM, but I don't think it's a TM. Um, oh, Richard said, yeah, if you're talking about the Celtic RDB, I can assume that I can assure you that they're dog shit. <laughs> um, okay, well, that was the one I was going to show you. So I, I no, don't know. I don't I'm know thinking of. About, but... Yeah, I'm thinking of something else quickly. Um, bear me two seconds. I'm not even sure what it. Uh... No, the. the um, I say the only experience with with the ballpup was the P90, um, which I, I don't even. No, no it was a ballpup because obviously it's got the weird magazine configuration, and that was the thing I really hated about the P90 was the fact that it just uh, the magazines were always jamming and everything like that. It was just a nightmare. Um, but was it that? was proper nice in terms of how short it was and being able to kind of maneuver around corners, um, and the it was one of the very few kind of rifles I've ever used where applying a suppressor actually made quite a noticeable difference to the output of noise. Oh really? Um P90 isn't a ballpup. Oh I thought it was. I'm really sorry. No P90. No, P90 is not a ballpup. It... Yeah, because it's on top, isn't it? Uh no, the one that I'm thinking of is I think it was done by Umrix. I'm gonna right idiot now. I'm really oh. sorry, Rich. <laughs> You, Belen. Um, oh, maybe I don't know anything about P90s. Uh, <laughs> I swear it's uh, a ballpup. Sorry, carry on. I will look it up. Oh, that's it. The Ermerex License I-20. 
WIX95. The Trevor Airsoft MART ballpup. Um, apparently, that's meant to be quite good. I've never fired one. I'm just going off of by what people have told me. As I said, unfortunately, I'm not a um, DMR fan. But yeah, John Smith apparently... says the TM org uh, from Hands On Use is quite good. Oh, his experience. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty certain that the P, I'm still working on the P90 bigger bullpup. I swear it was. <laughs> uh, it's a bullpup design. Yeah, ball, P90 is a bullpup. No, it's not. Surely. It, it is featuring a compact bullpup design with an integrated reflex sight and fully ambidextrous controls. The FN P90. Huh. There you go. <laughs> Rachel, it's not a bullpup, mate. I don't know. I'm just going with <laughs> my friend on the internet. People are shouting at me in the chat going, it is a bullpup, it's not a bullpup. I, I don't know. I thought it was. The mag's on top, not behind the grip and breach. I don't know. I I will. Um, I just know that it just looks like research. it's. If if you run a P ninety, if you're not wearing a Stargate uniform, then you don't deserve it. <laughs> that's it. That's my opinion on that. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, the loads. Yeah, sorry, John. John's just chipped in saying P ninety is as the load feed is to the rear. I mean, I guess it's the definition of a ballpup. I wasn't aware that the ballpup needed to be um, fed from the below. I thought it was just in terms of how the system's configured in terms of your trigger control and everything. Is, is it a, a, a head of the mag, basically? Yeah. I think it's I think it's if the trigger is in front of the feet. I, I don't know what's happened. Sorry. The, the, the chat is now just shouting at each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, yeah, I suppose so. I always thought that if it... Oh, yeah. P, which way does a P90 feed? Backwards, then. The yeah, P90 magazine feeds at the back of the magazine, which is behind. Yeah, where so you've got your hands. behind the trigger housing. So yeah, that would be that would be classed as a ballpark. All right, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, okay. Problem solved. We have <laughs> spoken. You can shout as much as you like; it doesn't make you right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to go away and research this. I'm sorry. I, I, I'll come back <laughs> yeah. next week. I'll make a note. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, in terms of ballpups, then I clearly may not or may not may or may not know what a ballpup is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Andy has no experience with a lot of them, so I just don't okay. like the look of them, really, personally. I don't like. I don't like. Do you think they make the much difference? Anyway. Oh no, it's not. It's a pointless question because you've not used one. Um, what? Well, I, I mean, the the, the, question, the benefit of a ballpup for those that don't know a ballpup. I don't know why I'm the one explaining what a ballpup is because clearly I don't necessarily know. But from my understanding, a ballpup uh, is intended that the firing box mechanism is behind the trigger unit with the theory that it gives you a, a longer barrel length in a shorter platform. Right, here you go. Ballpup, a firearm configuration in which both the action and magazine are located behind the trigger and alongside the shooter's face. So there is no wasted space for uh, the buttstock, as in conversion. In yeah, 
There you go. That's it. Hmm. And that is what Google, Microsoft, Bing has told me. And now I have passed that information over to you. There you go. <laughs> Do with that as you will. <laughs> um, but I mean, in, in Airsoft, obviously, there, there's advantages to having a longer barrel length uh, in terms of the compression and that you get behind the BB. Um, it's why, you know, sniper rifles, you don't generally tend to get a lot of sort of two foot long sniper rifles. You do get some that are like that. Um, but for the most part, you know, having that longer barrel is going to be advantageous mm. um, from the kind Ooh, of the big technical words. side. Yeah. Um, so by having the ballpup, it obviously shortens the whole platform down because you're effectively putting things behind other things. And uh, that, that kind of configuration just saves ultimate space. Um, uh, yeah, so ultimately, let's move on. Yeah, stop shouting at people. Everyone, stop shouting at each other. Uh, favorite rifles that uh, or setups that you have? Oh, sorry, this one came in from One Legion. Uh, what's favorite rifles uh, and setups that you either own or have seen? Mine is M249. There you go, job done. My M249 in particular, <laughs> any M249. Because I hate reloading, I hate carrying extra mags, and I like I like the um, mod one version, Mark Forty Six, nice and compact. Job done, lots of ammo, ball gear units all inside, ball gear box mag. Mm-hmm. That's I wouldn't I wouldn't I literally wouldn't have anything else. They I could I would sell every other gun. But that one would stay. So and there's nothing better than what you own. No. Okay. Because that's enough. why that's why <laughs> I own it. <laughs> but um, no, no, that's my yeah, that's my personal opinion. There probably are better weapons out there, but I enjoy I enjoy it. That's my go-to weapon. Um, and now I've got the PKM, which is the same manufacturer and same internals, and I can put all the same stuff in it, so I can have my op four and my blue four lmgs exactly the same so that's very exciting so yeah that that would be mine but then again can't really argue against the a uh ghk ak that's just a fun i have to admit i do i do like an ak setup i think the um I've been looking to get one and the, the kind of the wood furniture and all of that. I just, I just love the aesthetic of, um, you know, I think sometimes yeah. like rail systems and stuff, whilst I do like having an attachment, um, the, just that, that kind of proper AK 47 aesthetic. And, and, and it's mm. not really even a 47. I think I probably like the AKM or the AK 74 better. Um, but it's that kind of like proper, like you know, you, it's so iconic. I think as a look, um, you know, ultimately, I know you see these M4s and everyone's like, oh, it's the, uh, it's not an M4, it's actually a, I don't know, some Mark other brand of M4, <laughs> yeah, yeah or, or something like that. Ultimately, it still looks like an M4. Like yeah. people are like, you know, telling you, oh, yeah, I've got this really expensive rifle. Uh, you know, it's it's actually modelled on this platform, or whatever, and it just looks like an M4. You know, um. Whereas there are things like the uh, MP9, MP7s, uh, the MP, 
Uh, which is the um, the MP5 type one with the rounded um, foregrip. Not foregrip. Um, uh, You've lost shroud. me. It's not a shroud. Uh, oh, what? The one with the... Uh, the, the MPSD, inbuilt... the SD one. Is that yeah, yeah, the one that's got the... Five or six or... Is that the one that's got the inbuilt suppressor, you mean? Yes. Where you don't actually take the suppressor off? Yes, yeah. It's the one that I think the, the classic James Bond rifle. Yeah. Um, I do like the look of that. I love, I love an MP5K. Um, I think it's just such a like a little iconic. Yeah, there is platform. It's, but I do SD6. like the, uh, the SD version. Yeah, that's the SD6. Yeah. nice one. Thank you. I knew um, it was SD something, but um, yeah. Oh yeah, and yes, Steve, it does. The um, M249 does have a quick change spring, and supposedly, <laughs> I love this. The PKM has a quick change spring as well, but you oh, have okay. to take it. You have to take it apart. <laughs> Once you got it apart, it's really quick. Yeah, <laughs> technically, brilliant. anything's quick change. If yeah, you, yeah. If you do it quick you've enough. You've got to take. You've got to take the whole. You've got to take the whole stock off just to get it out, <laughs> which is great design there. So I'm probably going to hack that about as well yeah. to make that a bit easier. I'm just so I'm just literally browsing uh, just in terms of Land Warrior Airsoft. I'm just going through their website because there's a rifle that I was looking for, which is like an M4, but it it's got a um, completely rounded heat shield that runs all the way back up. So you've got like a, a long uh, outer barrel, but it's not like a big outer barrel. It's like a proper little tight setup, and then you've got like a short uh, heat heat guard. Um, and I can't find the rifle, but I know that that was always a, a look that I kind of aspired to own hmm. probably about five or six years ago. So when you're sort of looking at things, oh, I'd love something like that. That'd be quite cool. I've got to um, admit, I quite like some of the new um, M4s styles that are taking AK mags, the, the mashup mm -hmm. of the two. I think that look, I think they're starting to look pretty cool. But it does look like another M4. <laughs> But it does look like an M4 with an AK mag. <laughs> Although I like the nine, I like I like an M4 with a nine mil mag as well. Because uh, mainly because oh, no, that like. people hate them, and I'm just like I want one because people don't like them, and <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting to be shouted at by rage. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I like um, uh, UMGs. Are always quite nice. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of platforms I do like. Um, I'm going to flip it around on its head though for for a, a second. What would be a rifle that you hate the look of? Hate the look of. Yeah. Oh, what's something that? that you you genuinely would steer steer away from at any any cost? If someone gave it to me, I would genuinely give it away. And it's oh, what is it? It's the two. Uh, what's it? Two thousand or something? The FN two thousand. That's what FN two thousand. Oh, <laughs> it's just. So ugly. <laughs> Who designed it? Like honestly, that bloke yeah. must have been high off a, off his nuts on something. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm definitely not a fan of that one. I'll just grab a picture up quick because it's um, it's definitely something worth sharing. Oh, um, it's just, it's just, it's too round. It's just, it's just not right. <laughs> Yeah, and what's that I mean, new pistol? Many people like them. I get it. I mean, it's it's actually quite P90 esque, um, but that's actually fed by an M4 magazine. 
Um, I just, I just not a fan. It's just yeah. Rage says the fish looking thing. Yeah, um, that thing. Yeah, See, that's a ball pup. <laughs> is that a ball pup? That is yeah. a ball pup. That's got to be that's a ball, a ball pup, pup, isn't it? By everyone's definitions in the chat, it's a ball pup. That one, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one is definitely a ball pup. If you put in the magazine um, in your armpit, <laughs> so a couple of people, uh, yeah, Terry says if it's not an M4, it's a nine mil. Um, if you put the uh, the, 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 the <laughs> yeah. little mags into it, <laughs> uh, a couple other comments. Uh, so Haruchi doesn't like Chris Vector. Um, Stephen Whitehead doesn't like the pink. Oh yeah, Vector's there um, a bit. John John says that an FN two thousand got a good friend has one with a UGL on it. <laughs> where would you put the UGL? <laughs> yeah, where understand. does that? Oh no, I think it has its own. Literally, you just change the whole like bottom arm. Like you change the whole bottom oh, section okay. to make it work. I think. <laughs> uh, Stephen Whitehead, the FN two thousand is like a Nerf Dino gun. Just imagine it in bright orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely definitely not something I've got a. Uh, an interesting there's um there's another one as well i was just looking up very quickly to see if i could find um which is a stare i don't know if you've come across that before yeah might have to show me a picture um it it kind of just doesn't look like it's fully put together the one that looks like it's got bits missing uh possibly sorry i'm just trying to find it uh I mean, the org is always a weird-looking rifle as well. Yeah, but it's got something about it that looks pretty good. It's not the I know stare. I know org is made by stare, and that's not the one I'm looking up. Just in case anybody starts shouting, oh, we might have to go and find it. It's going to take me a little while. Um, oh, I don't know. I can't find it now. It's gone. Is that I'm not a fan of the new. Of the new pistol that everyone seems to, the round one, I've forgotten what it's called. Like a modern Luger looking sort of thing. Oh, the AAP. Yeah, the yeah. But we did one, didn't they? What was it called? Yes. Uh, um, some sort of space gun. Oh, I think they called it, it was. It was. Marketing, it? Um, this is the. Um, it is actually well, an it. org. Um, Galaxy, by the way, but it's it's the org without the extended barrel on it. I just, I don't like no, it. It's not. I think it's that front bit. It doesn't look like it's sort of properly connected to anything. It, it's. Yeah. yeah, no. APAI one. Um, Maxim nine. Fresh meat says. What for me? Maxim nine. No, the Maxim nines are pretty cool. I was going to buy one, but I'd never use it. No, the the one full that I was thinking. Air, sorry, full speed airsoft has a, a, a HPA AAP one. Oh. That would be an interesting. I have to. I, <laughs> if you've got a video, <laughs> yeah. that, definitely be interesting seeing that. Um, yeah, that it was the WE Galaxy blowback pistol. That's it, the Galaxy. Oh. <laughs> Some people shouldn't be allowed <laughs> to make stuff. I tell you, with that, that was. Oh, it's just. Uh, I'll find it quick. <laughs> there's a there's a lad that runs it, and it's HPA'd, and he has an M4. Because they came in weird colours as well, didn't they? Yeah, he has an M4 drum mag on it, the biggest scope you've seen on it, and a suppressor, 
that's longer than the gun and he's ran a barrel for it and it's just oh it's just it's very aap-esque yeah it's just isn't uh, it? it's that kind of rounded rounded a, upper it's just a it's a oh no just no i oh, just hate that i, I was gonna call it a in. slide but i don't think that i don't know if it actually slides back no no because it, it's that it's a little pull handle isn't it because like it can a, do full yeah, charging auto. handle at the back don't you yeah it's basically a glock that's been made round hmm. Ray just said look up the em2 um the four, first ballpup the british child em2 this is this is now just show and tell as to what yeah <laughs> what people would like what, what platforms don't we like yeah let's see how oh god now this one this one's horrendous <laughs> is this the one that they used to give helicopter pilots or they were going to give helicopter pilots is it really small uh not sure it's a, I, it's a um I, I i can't tell the size of it from this but that's a look <laughs> that's amazing that's yeah yeah it's almost like a that looks weird... like something that's been on um uh there's that facebook group isn't there like the uh like, i can't remember the name of the facebook group it's like where they, they oh, people what, just um... put stuff together and just like with mashups of different oh, i can't remember what it's called yeah i know which one like heresy know. airsoft heresy a heresy group yeah yeah or heresy yeah not the heresy group. That's not no, not the heresy group. They're saying else. Heresy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that yeah, is yeah, that go. is quite horrendous, isn't it? <laughs> well, I don't know. I kind of like it. I kind of like that one. It's a bit weird. Yeah, Les has just said all shit guns are bullpup. We have just looked at quite a lot of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe there is something in it. <laughs> the that EM2. One. Yeah. They were quite spectacular. Hi, Tom. Welcome in. Tom, Even let us Tom? know. Because Tom Hibbard from AATV, you've obviously got quite a lot of experience with different uh, airsoft platforms. What's your best and worst, Tom? Let us know. Be interested to see what you come up with. Because. Uh, and also, if you if you know of any really good bullpups, that's because we're we've, failing on that front. Yeah, we've we've started like a, a mini argument in our <laughs> in our group. It's just, um, um, let's roll on to a different question. Uh, yes. for the moment. So, uh, with Milsim kit, be it clothing or camping supplies, would you say it is uh, it was a super league of Gucci kit, and is that the way to go, or is it acceptable to use surplus or non military kit? surplus surplus is fine um i started off with a lot of viper and cheap kit and then as that started to fail because i was do doing more intense gameplay instead of just running around i was literally in mud up to my knees and the the fabrics just failed i started to increase the price of what i was doing so like Instead of Viper, I then went to Emerson, and then I went to these um, Cry knockoffs, um, which have lasted me ages. Um, but yeah, I definitely think start off small and just build your kit up as you go along. There's never 
you'll never be discriminated against. Would that be the word for wearing Viper? Discriminated, picked on. I, I don't know. It I wouldn't... don't. I don't know. I mean, I think Viper's got a very bad reputation historically. I'm not saying that there aren't some good bits of Viper kit. I mean, we've said that in the in this mm. chat before. Um, you know, there are some bits of kit that Viper do that. I mean, I I run a Viper sling, for example, over the top, the over shoulder um, sling on that, and I've never had any problems with it. It's you know, I've jumped off walls and things like that. I've never had it fail. Um, in terms of people looking down on you, I think that probably does still exist. I don't know. I've never seen Rightly it. Or wrongly. You know, I, I think that there are, unfortunately, elements in Airsoft. And it, it's not just Milsim. I think in Airsoft, skirmishing, anything like that, people do... There are some knobheads out there that will look down on other people um, for having something that's a bit cheap. But that's a, a very or. that's a very small amount of people. It's not everyone's going to be turned around and go, well, you can't play because you're not wearing full military spec. No. It's, it'll be... No, just one or I'm yeah, just it'll acknowledging be, the fact that there is still that out. Yeah, there. it'll um, be one or two people that would maybe say something. But if it was me, I'd just turn around and go to the organisers. They're just being a dick because <laughs> <laughs> organisers wouldn't want that. Yeah, no, I would agree with you. I mean, I think camping equipment-wise, um, sometimes I'd probably opt for civilian stuff. Over military spec, um, military spec stuff's good and it's obviously rugged. But I mean, there's the age-old thing that ultimately the the person who supplies the military will be the lowest bidder. Um, it's probably not always the case nowadays. I think there is sort of an element of quality and that you know there's there's some other aspects to it as well. Um, but I mean, if you look at some of the sort of super lightweight camping equipment that you can get that's going to reduce potentially if you're using a tent. Um, mm -hmm. DD hammocks, for example, a DD hammock tarp is a lot lighter than the standard British Army basher because it's a different material. It, it's not designed for, you know. Slightly bigger as well, isn't it? Well, you can get the different sizes. I think you can get yeah. a comparable size, but the, the, the <laughs> there's a lot more size adjustment to them. But I think the material probably melts quicker on a dd hammock top um mm. because it is a different material it's that kind of mm. slightly lighter fabric um so i think there's there's bits of kit out there i mean like my sleeping bag so i used to use a snug pack base camp extreme big bouncing bomb sleeping bag but now i generally tend to use my uh mounted equipment um down sleeping bag which is a lot more expensive i don't think that they have them in the military i, I might be wrong um but I think there's, there's, I think there's a bit of a toss up sometimes. It depends on what what you want to spend your money on. Like if you've got a fixed budget and you want to spend the money on getting your airsoft kit sorted out, so you, you know you, you're not quite so invested in the camping element, then go for some cheaper stuff. Um, mm. I definitely think um, there's no harm in going for civvy kit, as it were. Um, as Mike said, sometimes civvy kit's actually slightly better. Um, it's a tough one I think because it's at the end of the day you're there to enjoy yourself so as long as you're 
like we've always said, as long as you're sort of getting yourself a good couple of hours kip. Um, I, I know guys that have run um, bright orange survival sleeping bags, but they've put them in a um, uh, a bivy bag. So they're not glowing in the dark and they're not doing it. And they've, they've had a wonderful night's sleep and no one could tell the difference. Um, and it's, they're cheaper than going out and buying, I know what a 260 or quid sleeping bag, which you can spend that sort of money on. Mm -hmm. Um, as long as you're comfy and it's within your budget and you enjoy the weekend, do it. doesn't matter what other people think. I think, I think it's better to have the right equipment than expensive equipment yes 100 percent. because you know i mean ultimately you can go out and spend 100 pound on a jet boil but fundamentally you just need something to be able to heat your food and you know we've we've, we've chatted about fire maple systems you know maybe mm-hmm. maybe they're not quite the same quality as as a more expensive bit of kit but you know it, it fundamentally operates the same um you know the little bcb cook sets the little dragon fuel systems you can still use that to heat your food you know you can get one of one of them for a tenner yeah it's not got quite the same functionality but it's going to be able to get you through an event eating yeah definitely you know basically not dying (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know you'll you'll be able to eat you'll be able to have a a hot drink and stuff so i I think that's quite important fundamentally you just need to make sure you've got you know, if there's an event kit list or you can use the kit list from our website, um, we've got one on there that you can download. As long as you're making sure that you're you're bringing the, the kind of base level minimum kit that you need, it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter where it comes from. Um, no, but so it's got to be good cheap, quality. Yeah. So it doesn't have to yeah. be Gucci expensive. It doesn't have to break the bank. As long as it's a, as long as it's going to do the job and survive, yeah. then it's worth whatever you spend on it in my opinion. We were at a um, camp out over Christmas and uh, one of the guys that was on that had a tent that leaked. Um, I think he threw a basher over the top of it, but it might have been too late at that point. Um, and that that's a good example. You know, in, in terms of, I don't think it was a particularly expensive tent. I'm not sure. But obviously it's the tent. If, if that had happened on an event, that would have been so much worse because that's going to ruin your event. Um we were just camping at the time, so that was, you know, it wasn't quite so much of a big deal. It was a pain, and I know he, he found it quite uncomfortable. But if you're at an event that you've paid to be at, you want to have that level of comfort and sort of security in terms of, you know, you, you're going to get, if you're going to get your head down, you're going to be able to get a bit of kit. So, you know, if you've got some rain kit that's not waterproof or boots that are uncomfortable to run around in, it's just, you know, it, it's going to make your event crap. Um, which will subsequently have an effect on the people around you because you'll be moaning all the time. They get annoyed with you for moaning. Um, and it would just escalate. <laughs> <laughs> escalate like the chat is. Sorry, but that is, See you later, is blowing up. <laughs> See you later, Terry. <laughs> um, uh, here we go. Ray yeah, says, we go. own jet boils and fire maples. Fire maples, perfect for airsoft and half the price of a jet boil. Also, Tranja. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. oh, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't played that yet, have you? Have you played that yet? <laughs> I think so. I thought that was the first um, one. Oh, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Uh, 
Right, we've got a load of comments. Let me, let me try and run through some of these because uh, there's all sorts of stuff that's coming. Um, I'll cover back first on Tom's point. So he said, the best airsoft replica I've had was the TM MP5A5 recoil. You just couldn't get mm-hmm. bags. And the worst was a new pro Delta Nomad. So there you go. And Tom knows what he's talking about. So take take some stock from that. <laughs> yeah, I've got some of those um, TM MP5s. They were lovely. They were I made the mistake of HPA in mine, and then I didn't like HPA, so I got rid of the whole lot. And now, <laughs> now I want it back. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've not had a recall one. I've got a TMMP five, um, but it's just a standard AEG. Um, they, was it good then? I I I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. But mm. I've not really had a lot of recall weapons. They've, they've generally always been just gas blowback. Yeah, I quite. I just don't. the The only weapon that I've never ever had that wasn't uh, a recoil is the M two four nine. But I put such a heavy spring in it now; it just shakes itself to death anyway. So it's sort of got <laughs> sort of got a recoil in there <laughs> without me actually without actually having a recoil system. But um, yeah, I've always like had either a gas blowback or or something with a recoil. I just find it other than my first ever um airsoft weapon um yeah ever since then i've kind of just stuck with some sort of recall i just find it a little bit more enjoyable to play they they might be yeah. crap but i just that's it adds a a tiny 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 speck of realism in my eyes mm-hmm. oh i get that i do get that uh, going back to the Viper, Les says, please don't say that about Viper. I'm looking at getting a full Viper rig set up. Um, I mean, say there, no. there's some good stuff, there's bad stuff. I think there's there's good, there's also expensive kit that's not very good. Um, you know, there, there's things I've bought that I kind of regret having bought because potentially there's something better, but it's that classic, isn't it? You buy it and then you actually take it out and run it, and then you're like, oh, I don't actually get on yeah. this, and then you either give it away or sell it on afterwards. So yeah, I've got to admit, I didn't get on with my, I didn't get on with the swimmers cut um, plate carrier that I bought from uh, Warrior. I didn't I just didn't? It wasn't comfy. It slid around too much, and uh, so I spent bought that. Didn't really like it. Sold it. Then I had to buy another DCS. Oh no, I bought a recon, and then I bought got on with that a lot better. So I ended up buying two plate carriers just to find one that I liked because there was nowhere really to go and try it on. Which is a bit annoying. And it, yeah, I've got so much kit that I, I really need to get rid of some at some point because it's it's just that kind of progression of kit. But I've never got anything going off off the tail end. <laughs> yeah. Like just accumulating and accumulating. Ooh, um, I'll buy a shield. I had, <laughs> I had one of the NCT dads over at the weekend, and he I was showing him the the, the study behind me, and he was just like. That's amazing. He went, oh, is this all of it? I was like, no, I've probably got the same amount up in the loft as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's so many good budget options, especially for the camping element. Yes, um, definitely. Agree on that front. Surplus kit is fine, but there are also plenty of non-surplus options that don't break the bank. Too many people like to flex with the cost of their kit. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, Oh, my cry trousers cost me seven hundred pounds, but I can't get them dirty. <laughs> Sharp. The best one is I played with someone that had bought all black kit, 
um, at an event and then refused to go through some bushes and get it dirty. And I was like, oh. Oh, the, bit... the bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you expecting? <laughs> the best one we had was a guy and uh full cry, like cry JPC, cry trousers, cry underpants, like literally everything that he was wearing from head to toe. His whole get up must have cost him absolute thousands. He jumped out of a vehicle and you know the dust tag rounds. Mm-hmm. Um they were allowing those at the event. And someone shot one at the vehicle, hit the vehicle, put the vehicle out, there, out of action and covered the guy in blue powder. The <laughs> bloke went mental. Do you know how much this kit costs? <laughs> and then it started to rain and it literally just started soaking in. And he, he left, oh. just left the event and complained and said he tried charging the organisers for cleaning the stuff. And they were like, mm, no. <laughs> mm. See, I kind of get I, I, mud and stuff. I don't have a problem with. I think if someone, because that's that's one of the reasons I don't really like paintball. It's just how, how messy it gets, and like I, I know that the the paint and everything is biodegradable and washable and everything like that. But ultimately, you know, you get gunk and bits of like decaying paintball shell and stuff in everything. Whereas airsoft, decaying I think paintball. is paintball. <laughs> but airsoft is, I think, a lot cleaner, isn't it? On that on that front. Um, it, it's the same. I think there's the do you know the marker BBs? Did you ever see those? They were like a oh yeah, yeah, in in like a dust, or well, has like a, a marker dust on it. And there was always like the 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 whole theory that you know if you if you shoot someone with that, the dust lands on your kit and it's going to make it dirty. <laughs> like, I don't I don't really get that necessarily, but I, I I can probably agree that if someone's got like potentially blue dye soaked into their so their kit that must be quite annoying but it's washable it's water soluble oh is it oh okay well yeah. then, you can't really argue with that one like, literally you could uh, go and jump in a river and it'd wash out <laughs> <laughs> i i have to admit some of my kits covered in a blue dye from when i had the um valon i i put the 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 compressible uh marker system on the valon metal detector oh right yes yeah. um so you pump it up and it's got like a spray mechanism so when you're when you're walking along you can mark bits of the ground mm-hmm. uh, with sort of possible ieds and stuff so sort of walking around i pumped all this up i was having a great time and then i got back to my tent to disassemble it but because it's pressurized i i disassembled it wrong oh. and it, the whole fucking <laughs> thing just went <laughs> inside my basher um because i was just sitting underneath the basher at the time oh. and it was just it went everywhere i've got my my um kneeling pad is still blue in parts because <laughs> Can't get it out. Um, you just come out so looking yeah. like a Smurf. <laughs> just... <laughs> oh, yeah, it was that was quite entertaining. Um, sorry, I've got twenty odd chats. I want to just rush through. Right, yeah, let's. Um, so uh, Tom Hibbard said, pretty much everyone that used ball pups in the real world has gone or or is in the process of going back to conventional layouts, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. So. Uh, on the DD tarp, uh, it is lighter, but I wouldn't want to be extracted with one with an injury, which is half of their point. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that's ultimately, I guess, with the difference between surplus kit and civilian kit and, you know, the use in airsoft in the, again, like the ballistic shields. You don't need a proper ballistic shield in airsoft. You know, a bit of two mil perspex is theoretically ballistic rated in airsoft. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, but it's that realism and bits of kit, you know, 
you see people carry real tourniquets around with them and full eye fat kits and stuff. And it's like, you know, you don't, you don't need that. You shouldn't be using tourniquets anyway, unless, you know, you're really trained on how to use them. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to upset all the people in the chat that are going to shout at me about <laughs> the tourniquets. Cause no. <laughs> I think we've always, you know, we, we've had that chat before. Don't, don't use tourniquets. They're not good. Um, yeah, I've I've done yeah. mine, so it's a band. I've done it. I've snipped it, so it can't get tightened up. So it's basically just mm. a velcro with a bit of plastic stuck to it. Now, like there's no way but of you ultimately tightening it a up. little bit of bed sheet. Yeah, yeah. You know, the number thing, of events yeah. I've gone to is bed sheet bandages and stuff like that. Um, it, perfectly sufficient for an event, really. Yeah, um, definitely. Terry says, just buy what you can afford. Mm-hmm. Rage says, indeed, Terry. No one wants to look as like. Uh, us though do they uh that's why the real, we're the real cool kids uh, <laughs> yeah. tom's tom said this is an interesting point i've seen vastly much more reverse snobbery around kit rather than looking down mm-hmm. which yeah i can see that i hadn't i hadn't considered that one before um but yeah uh Ray says it's not lots of them but enough of them to need telling so this is obviously in terms of some of the knobheads that you come yeah. across that you know do sort of feel that they're better than you well, i think i think the knobheads are being outweighed by decent players now mm. well i think the events that so. we've been to have definitely seen that yeah um i hope so anyway yeah tom says for me fundamentally you need kit that's not going to let you or you you or your team down and you've practiced with it it really doesn't matter completely agree on that that's yeah. that's fundamental you've got to test your kit before you get to an event because if you find that things are waterproof or you know they're not working properly or you don't know how to set it up, like don't go to an event with a brand new tent and it's dark and raining when you've put it up for the first time. Because um, I've done that and it's it's crap. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it does not bode well. Yeah. Um, and then a factor. This is another one for Tom. Uh, a factor a lot of people don't think about with gear is IRR. Uh, more budget options can mm, show up yeah. so bright under night vision. And that's that's another important point. Yeah, I didn't actually um, think of that. Yeah, I've got to admit, you mm. can tell v- Viper and Emerson stuff from a mile away under night vision. Um, and it doesn't even have to be good night vision. Like It can be Gen 1. Mm. And they still, as you get a little bit of IR light on them. They look like a Christmas tree. Yeah, I didn't think of that, actually. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's interesting. I've, I've got a... Uh, a um, baby bag that we use for nappies and bits and pieces like that, mm-hmm. uh, which is a kind of a multicam black pattern camo to it. Um, but it's currently sitting under the uh, baby monitor, which has IR sensors on it. So you can basically see, you know, the, the baby at night mm. and it's, it's just white. Like literally it's so bright. It's so reflective because it is not a proper, um, IR material basically it's it's just yeah I, I i'll be honest with you in terms of the technological know-how i don't really know the wording or terminology or nomenclature for it um because i know ir is obviously the the infrared um reflectivity is that IIR? yeah well yeah all right okay yeah infrared yeah it's basically it's it's your light is the I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically your light. I'm sure Tom will jump in in a sec. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I always thought it was basically how much light is reflected off of the certain surface. Yeah, but I'm not sure if that's infrared or or not. 
No, you're right. Yeah, because obviously the infrared, it's it's to do with the uh, the infrared light. So if you look at stuff under infrared, it's it's you'll you'll notice different materials and different um, products and the like have uh, they will look brighter under Mm -hmm. uh, IR than other things will. Um, But baby monitors and stuff, you can use those. It's funny enough, something I've been using our baby monitor for to test different bits of kit. You can actually see and hold them up and see what they look like. And you'll find that, um, you know, some plate carriers, for example, the molly on the plate carrier will be a different fabric to the fabric underneath it's connected to. And you can very clearly see. It almost looks like you're wearing a black and white plate carrier. Mm -hmm. Um, Ring doorbells do that as well. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Good one. Just stand outside your house in your kit, and you can you can assess. Yeah, it. on your phone, you can walk past it. <laughs> doop, doop, doop. Set it um, off. <laughs> <laughs> John says, uh, referencing to the IIR, I had a guy about twenty meters away and couldn't tell if I was on his team or the enemy team. <laughs> uh, it was so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, apparently, washing powder wrecks anti-IR as well. Mm-hmm. Kenny, you can wash it out. Yeah. There you go. Can you spray it on? I think you can buy an additive that you put in the washing machine. So you put, instead of putting your detergent in, you put this additive into your washing machine. Hmm. There you go. Learnings. Yeah. (laughs) I don't wash Uh, my stuff anyway. Steve Whitehead (laughs) says, how does old DPM look through IR? I don't know. I I don't know. I've never... I've got some. I've got some stuff behind me, so I'll um I'll have a little play around later. Uh, well, that's a lie. I can't do it tonight because I need to pack for Operation Machiavellian, which is this weekend. Uh, so I'm not going to have any I'm de- stuff. Yeah, I'm going to pack tomorrow. <laughs> now all my stuff's here. I'm going to pack tomorrow. Yeah. Tom says, "Don't wash it with anything that advertises making whites whiter." Apparently, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like that was a joke, but also correct at the same time. <laughs> No, Kenny. Kenny says the whitening agent makes you glow. So. Yeah. yeah, that's apparently why the UK lot get a new kit every tour they go on. It's interesting. All right. Hmm. Here we go. Learning informations. Sorry, I was just thinking if you could come up with like an IR cam cream, like if you mixed it with the the stuff that they used to put in the washing machine with it, like, like some sort of. Would you want that on your face, though? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. You can't see I think, me I think IR cam... in normal light. I'm just patchy and yeah. red. <laughs> I think IR. I think um, I've seen lads wearing camera cam cream for my night vision. And I've got to admit, they don't... You couldn't tell. Mm. So I do think they probably have got a little bit of the something in there. Because once it dries, it's not shiny, is it? So it does break up. Hmm. Might have to do some science. Yeah, it sounds like we have to do some we're science. Gonna, we're going to have to do some science. <laughs> With night vision, ring doorbells, <laughs> old school go. DPM. <laughs> Right. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can do so on our email at nofochat.hotmail.com. Our Instagram is at November underscore Foxtrot underscore nofo, and the website is NovemberFoxtrot.co.uk. That is it. Okay. We will be here next week at 8 p.m. on Wednesday with 
the second batch of the UK Airsoft ladies team. Yeah. Um, Brace yourselves for that one. <laughs> this is the southern contingent i believe this is the southern contingent so at least we'll be able to understand them this time <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get abuse from alex later i think <laughs> uh should be a good one because obviously uh yeah sort of a few different people with some and different experiences yeah. which will be and it's international women's day as well so it is it which is. is conveniently uh organized that we had you on so yeah well done <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Don't understand how that happened. Week after that, we're going to be talking Milsim Rolls. Uh, be the third in our episode on Milsim Rolls. We're going to be looking at medics and other specialist roles such as um, EOD, uh, negotiators, medics. press, medics. Uh, just looking at my patch wall just for inspiration. DEA, sort of specific taskings like uh, interrogators and stuff like that. Um, which will be a slightly different episode than normal. Uh, so yeah, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, say do so. You can throw some questions into the chat. All the questions that we haven't covered tonight, we will be adding to our database of questions, uh, which we will pick up at a later our date. List. So the next Q and A, we'll pick them up then. Our list so, of stuff. Yeah. Uh, thanks again, everyone, for your kind comments to Lance. We'll pass those along. Yeah, um, definitely. Much appreciated. Uh, and in the meantime, have a good week. Yep. And stay nofo. And anyone, stay we nofo. might see you at the weekend who's going. Yes. 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 If anyone's at Defiance events, come say hello. If you, yes. if you can find us. If you can find us. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you next week. Have a good one. See you next week, guys. <laughs>